Back here on Thursday the 14th, 8 and 2 yesterday, a great day. Also the beneficiary of some nice luck, but you have to take that good luck because you get some bad luck at times too. Some big comebacks by the Dodgers and the Yankees, which really made the difference in the day, to be honest. So let's go to today. This board looks ugly, and I'm not going to force plays. So, what do I have? Let's look at this Atlanta game here. Now, again, there's never a reason to take Washington. And I really do mean that there's never a reason. They've got Annabelle Sanchez going, who hasn't pitched in almost two years. I think it was September of uh, 20. So not at all last year, nothing so far this year. Going against Kyle Wright of Atlanta, who's had a pretty good year. The only problem this game in taking Atlanta, and I'm going to get some money on Atlanta, is Kyle Wright has been struggling a little bit of late. I would expect this to be a good time, though, for the win. Now, again, Washington gives up a ton of runs. So it's not necessarily that Kyle Wright has to have a great day. Atlanta just has to have a normal offense against Washington, and it should go well. You don't know what you're going to get from a veteran. I mean, 38, I believe, Sanchez. Been around for a long time. You wouldn't expect him to. He's not going to be, shouldn't be nervous. He's not going to have any rookie issues. He's going to know what to do when he gets on the diamond on the on the mound. I just don't think he's going to have enough here. So, what I need to do here is I need to split this up. Though Atlanta, you're still paying a little bit of money for the run line. I'm going to take some money on the run line, half a unit. But I'm going to put the rest on a same-game parlay action. And the problem is with this, and here's why I'm doing this. Again, money line is too much, although Atlanta certainly should win. It's not really a logical bet. It's more of a principle than anything because value is value. It's more of a principle. I just don't, I don't want to pay that. Straight up anyway. Parlays, I can get it. I can, I can justify. Now, I don't want to pay that much juice for the run line either. Although, funny thing, and as I harken back to yesterday, two losses in a day. One loss was the most favorite. We had the Yankees to win by two, and it was over a buck and a half. <laughs> they won by one. But uh, anyway, fortunately, we got some money on them in the parlays. So back to today's business. We got Atlanta minus 130 in that ballpark. I'm not going to do that. So let's take the money line for Atlanta, but pair it up with an over and an under. So you're going to have three bets in this game if you do it the way I'm suggesting. And then, again, half of it on the run line. Just, just win the game by two and be done with it, which I think we have a really good chance of doing. There's value there. The total, I just I can't, because Wright, he's, his current form is worse than his season form. And we don't know what we're going to get from Sanchez. And the Atlanta offense has been a little struggling lately. Compared, going up, this is how you get it on track, though, as you go up against Washington. Atlanta, they've scored five games, 4-4, four, 1-4-3. Four, four, that's not bad. Before that, they are pretty good, 6-7-3-2-12. So maybe that's not right to say that they're struggling a little bit. And they won seven out of ten games. So they're rolling along just fine, to be honest, I guess. I just, I'm not seeing domination like I want to see, but they look good. So this is, a, this is a good play. I just can't, I can't do anything with that, that nine and a half. 
it seems a little high to me, but the money's taking it to the overside, and I, I, I understand that with, with uh, San, uh, Sanchez going. But we'll take an over-under mix here, just juice it up real high, tease it up real high and real low, get it to where you're not paying any juice with the Atlanta money line, and you're good to go. Make sure you're looking for the right books, which really, to be honest with you, is MGM and, and DraftKings for these same-game parlays. All right, uh, moving on. I wanted to take New York because they ended Cincinnati's ridiculous, quote-unquote, five-game winning streak. It was five games. I say I should have put the quote-unquote on the ridiculous because they're a bad team that won five games in a row, two of which... Well, actually, all of which were against good teams, Tampa Bay and New York. So, and the Yankees come together at the end and just go to town, sneak one out. Uh, in the end there, you want to go with them, but I, I, there's a pitching advantage for Cincinnati here. I, I can't ignore Luis Castillo is really making a name. His last three games have been amazing. be funny if he ends up on the Yankees. I don't know that they necessarily need him, but... They'll take him so somebody else doesn't. Nestor Cortez has been great all year, but he hasn't been great lately. There's no reason, there's no way I can bet on Cincinnati here, but I, I think I can't bet on the Yankees. So let's move on to what I can do. This is another weird one. I'm going to take Cleveland on the money line over Detroit. There's some issues about who's pitching for Detroit. It's actually Elvin Rodriguez, not Eduardo Rodriguez, as some places have it listed. Elvin has pitched five times this year. He's got an ERA of about a million or something like that. I think it's 11. He's got four ter terrible, terrible outings. He's got one good outing. It's against Cleveland, the team I, that I'm betting on today. And that would be why they're pulling him up to, to pitch today is because if there's ever going to be a time to hit, I guess you'd have him go against a, a team that he actually had a Pretty darn good outing against. No runs, five strikeouts, no walks, I believe is what it was. I don't have that number in front of me now. This handicapped several hours ago. But I have to go against him. There is there is merit to this. He's a left-hander, and Cleveland doesn't hit left-handers very well. So the management of Detroit says like, he should have confidence to get Cleveland. He's got to get a young guy with some talent going again against a team he's done well against. He's at home. He did well at home versus more better at home than, than away. Lefty matchup. I get it for Detroit. They're also the lowest scoring team in baseball, and that's even after they've had some high scoring games here of late. In the last 10 games, they've had some good ones, and they're still the low scoring team. Now, a little bit ago, but they had 11 and an 8 and a, three and a 7 in a four game span. There was a 2 in there as well. But lately, after that 7, 0, 2, 1, 3, 7, 2. So yeah, throw that 7 out there. They got nothing coming. I don't think they have enough to get this done, and I think Cleveland does at home here. So we got to take Cleveland on the run line and be done with it. I looked hard and long at Dodgers and St. Louis. That one's hard to pick. I don't think I'm not behind the Dodgers pitcher, and maybe they ran out of luck from coming back from a six-zero deficit to one seven-six. I don't know. It's hard to say what will happen there. Mets and Cubs. I really want to bet that game as well. The Cubs run a losing streak, and I'd like to keep. Rolling against the Cubs while a bad team's in a bad streak. Just common sense to do so. Unfortunately, Keegan Thompson's a lot better pitcher than Carlos Carrasco, so I'm not going to do it. Texas and Seattle. 
I don't want to get into all the detail of that, but I had to spend a lot of time on that one. And in the end, I said, no thanks, because that's really what you should do. There's games every day. Why spend too much time on it? Houston and L.A. Got to go with Houston here. We're going to do this exactly the same way as the Atlanta game. We're going to take half of it on the run line for Houston. The other half split up between a Houston money line and an over and an under. So money line under teased to get you to the one, you know, 100 plus minus 100 juice, no juice. And then do the same thing, Houston money line and over teased to a number that you can live with. So that's it for those plays. And then we'll do some parlays, though. The parlays actually look better than a lot of this finagled stuff. Just Houston to win and Atlanta to win for a two-teamer. And then Houston, Atlanta, and Cleveland to win for a three-teamer. There was only three games that I'm going with. So really, we got a lot of, a lot of smaller bets, half this, a quarter of that, all wrapped up in three teams. We just got to get Atlanta, Cleveland, and Houston to do well here. And I think I have that figured out. I, I don't know how you can go with Elvin Rodriguez with Detroit. I don't know how you can go with Washington and Annabelle Sanchez. That doesn't make any sense at all. doesn't mean I'm right, but it doesn't make any sense. And then Framber Valdez against Reed Detmers. LA hasn't been scoring at all. Houston knocks divisional focus here. Houston knocks the Angels around. Valdez, 264 ERA to Detmers, 422. Whips are pretty similar. Actually, Detmers is just a hair, a nickel better. 0.05 better. It's not going to line up for him well here. We got to go. We got to go with. You know the other funny thing here is if you want to believe in trends, Otani pitches and then wins the next four starting game. The next four starting pitchers and the bullpen loses the next four games. Otani pitches, they win. The next four games, they lose. Otani pitches last night, they win. So. Out of the last 15 days, they've won Otani's three starts. Actually, it'd be 11 days because it's inclusive, the outside and the inside. So, three wins, all Otani. Every other game is a loss. And it was before that as well. I don't, I'm just going back to the last 10. So, that is it. That's the plays for today. Best of luck.